Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Nourish the Soul, Nicole. So really pleased to have you back here with us uh, as we explore uh, St. John Paul II's study of the feminine genius. So he has done a lot of very great and beautiful work. And we've been looking at different aspects of what it means, I think, to, to be a woman, right? And a Catholic woman in particular. Today, we'll be looking at the idea of generosity. And I'm very, very pleased also to introduce you, a dear sister in Christ of mine. Mariah is over here. Hi, Mariah. Hi, Nicole. Is all the way from the UK. Exactly. Yes. I'm all the way from London. <laughs> all the way from London. And technology makes a lot of things possible, <laughs> I have to say. So really, really pleased to, to have her here. We are going to be talking about this uh, idea of generosity. So maybe we just to just begin, maybe, you know, Mariah, what do you think, you know, about this, you know, idea of generosity? Do you think that it's an inherently female quality or is it, you know, something that we can all also uh, practice in our lives? Yeah, I think it's really interesting that it's come under as one of the key qualities of a feminine genius, because, I mean, I can only speak for myself personally, but personally, I do think it's something that I'm led to and I feel is really one of the core foundations of my faith and how I try to live my life. But I think it's definitely something that everyone, I don't think it's exclusive to the feminine genius, I think it's something that everyone can try to attain and aspire to and something that I think we inherently have within us. I think we are called to be sort of servant leaders to one another. And I think we are called for connection with one another. And I think it's about how much we sort of tap into that and uh, yeah, listen, listen to that call. I find it really, really interesting when you said that we all have this like inherent capacity to be generous, right? And it's like something that's not unique to, to women per se, but I also feel that, you know, like uh, as women also, we do add like a certain flavor or mm -hmm. sort of like perspective, you know, to what generosity is. You know, everyone definitely, you know, has the ability to be generous with their time, mm -hmm. with, their, with their gifts. But I think for, for women, right, we have this desire to give, sometimes even to give of ourselves. Like we give a lot of our time to the people around us. We give of our, you know, our energies, our, you know, sometimes even a listening ear. And sometimes I feel like even some of my friends, you know, whether it's uh, sisters or even brothers in Christ, they turn to the ladies yeah. think, sometimes in their life yeah. uh, for help. Yeah, you know, because they feel like, oh, um, they won't, uh, you know, shut them out or anything. And they are willing to really be generous, you know, yeah. in, in, a, in, in a certain way. And how do you feel about that? I think yeah. that's such an interesting observation, Nicole. And, and when I think about, for example, once again, I can't make, generalization but I'll talk from my own experience um the things that I've studied um in my sort of academic journey and, and the sort of line of works I'm in right now um are geared sort of more towards sociology psychology and very and a lot of those qualities that you speak you've spoken about about listening and uh, that nurturing quality and being a lending ear and just from being in my sort of lectures and the degrees that I've done and, and in the certain spaces that I work in now you look around and it is very female um, or orientated it's very very female dominated and um, it's quite rare I think you know in the courses that I've done uh, to look around and see oh my gosh, you can almost count how many men are in the room um, and once again that's not to say that men don't have that quality but I'm just picking up on the air I guess that that observation that you've, you've made as well and I think that you know this this idea of generosity I mean for some people they say that 
you know we have we, it's inbuilt also i don't know into into the into a woman into into a female mm. it's just like i think you know we we give like a lot of things like you know give our time our our space mm-hmm. and sometimes we we even birth life actually mm-hmm. you know we we give life mm-hmm. we give a lot uh to the world even though sometimes history is spelled with a if a his mm-hmm. right but it's okay it's all right but i think you know women have made a lot of contributions i think over the millennia you know over many different um you know instances and i wanted to uh, go back to that point that you were talking about in terms of like servant leadership yeah. you know like isn't that like a very radical yes. form of leadership yes exactly that was the exact word i used for it and i love the concept of servant leadership for me that is my blueprint of how anyone should should be a leader um it's it's not okay so you assume a leadership role so that everyone else's opinion is suppressed and that you lead and yours is the most dominant being a servant leader is actually saying to be a leader of anything is a great um privilege it's a privilege to to serve and to be um to ha- to have the honor of serving your community and serving other people uh, other people who um we we would identify as other children um of god and i think servant leadership for for me has influenced definitely the the way in which i try to do my day-to-day life or my work um in that if you know as a professional or you know in any kind of position that we assume actually that there is there shouldn't be a hierarchy there between me a professional you the person i'm helping it's no 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 in fact you're the person who comes first you know jesus washed his disciples feet for that particular reason um and and those are the examples that come to my mind of when i think of servant leadership and i think it just keeps keeps humans humble and at least for me that is a constant yes. journey as well of you know recognizing my own humanness and trying to be humble in in my journey so that i just remember that the things i'm doing is is always bigger than me it's not about maria it's it's it should be a lot bigger than just me i think that's a very a very beautiful point that you brought up about you know how we exist for something greater right than ourselves because i feel you know in in current society I, i don't know whether it's social media or something but we tend to be really focused on our own needs oh, <laughs> sometimes like you know self gratification yeah. self affirmation and it's like a constant thing right you know i just go online i post something and then you know someone say something nice and i'm like oh it's a feel yeah. good thing but like at the end of the day though, like what you were saying about giving of yourself and bringing yourself down to the same mm-hmm. level right as the people that you are working with it really challenges what society thinks of leadership as a hierarchy right i look up to my superior or i look up to my boss right and then he or she will kind of like direct my path but like you you were talking about how jesus washed the feet of his disciples and you imagine like you know your savior like basically god you know god made man in front of you and here he is washing your feet and it is it is such an interesting idea that people like sometimes we can't even like understand or grasp this whole idea like you no know, what do you mean to be he came to serve right he came to serve each and uh, mm-hmm. every one of us right but he also through that seven could also lead us right he leads yeah. us all because he is our he is the lord and savior right so it's just such an interesting uh i think dimension of this idea of generosity and as you were saying also i think in terms of leadership like you know like the idea of generosity is pretty i think mm-hmm. wide right it could also mean like instead of me kind of leading everybody there's a lot of collaboration exactly. right like women will like collaborate you know, 
communities and how do you feel about this idea of you know coming yeah. together as a community yeah. and tech on what I we believe have. in that so um so profoundly and I'm really glad that you mentioned that um I think collaboration over competition is is what we we have to strive for and and that's me completely preaching to myself um and, and in all the other things that you said as well about how how radical and how how beautiful a concept it is to, to think about generosity in our interactions with other people because it's very counterculture actually in a, in a culture that um says it's about the me it's about the i and it's about the individual process to say actually um part of my leadership is collaborating with other people and realizing that um no man is an island and that we need each other in order to to you know each of us do have a light but if actually if all of our lights combined we we we, we literally light up a whole room we, we light up the whole world that is um in- incredibly powerful and and i think when that's rooted in love it's even more powerful um yeah so i think collaboration is is key and i think that you know this this idea of um generosity also speaks to this idea of the fact that you know as you were saying we are not in competition mm-hmm. Right, all of us are different flowers, you know, sort of blooming in, in God's garden. And sometimes I feel like, you know, even uh, between ladies, sometimes we feel like, you know, uh, I have to compete yeah. with this lady, you know. I have to compete with another woman in my life and I have to measure yeah. myself against, you know, all of these like artificial standards. Yeah. And yeah, it, it just feels oh, very God. tiring and exhausting sometimes. But yeah, you know, like trying to live up to these um, expectations. But then... Interestingly, you know, to be generous is to kind of like look beyond mm-hmm. yourself and to realize that everyone mm-hmm. has a space. Yeah. Right? Everybody can everybody has the right to occupy yeah. space. Right? And no one is coaching into each other's space. You know, for example, you know, you're doing something and I'm doing something and we're all exactly. building a kingdom. Right? Yeah. We're all building yeah. a kingdom in our yeah. own way. Yeah. And that as you're saying is so countercultural. People always think that we are trying to, you know, cannibalize each other's spaces. We're trying to encroach or we're trying to, you know, kind of invade these, you know, uh, areas. But we're not, right? We are all coming from our own unique perspectives and backgrounds. And we're bringing something. And I think that's also an idea of generosity. We bring something, right, to the table because we want to share it. We want to share. We don't keep it. Like you were saying, the light, exactly. right? We don't want to just keep mm-hmm. the light to ourselves. If we come together, we share the light and the light can actually illuminate other yeah. people's lives. So it's like a, I feel like generosity has like a knock-on ripple effect on the people around us. You know, our one act of generosity can spark many other, you know, ma- many other flames, I think, in, in other I people agree. as well. I completely agree. And I think within that, I mean, there's a lot of things that you mentioned there that, um, yeah, sparks a bit of a flame in me and made me think, oh, you know, there's there's really beautiful reflections. Um I, I think one of the things you mentioned was about um th- I guess you touched on how tiring that uh mindset of competition can be, because it is. I think we're not in we're not made to be in competition with each other. We are made for collaboration, we are made for all of us to grow, and that's 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 the fullness of, of who we are. And when we're constantly drawing our attention on because this person is doing that or this woman looks that certain way or I need to achieve this by the time I'm 30 or things like that it takes our energy away from being fully ourselves and resting in who our true identity is and when we rest in who our true identity is we can be fully and authentically ourselves and being fully and authentically ourselves brings a unique 
imprint into the world that builds up his kingdom in a way that no one else can and 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 is so beautiful and so unique to each one of us um so that's one thing i think actually being generous of heart and generous of spirit gives us rest even though it may not feel like it feeling generous may seem you know um like work you know i have to give money i have to of my time I have mm. to give of all these things no actually being generous means resting in God resting in who we are and allowing our creativity or allowing our gifts to flow and to shine and then it it produces something completely unique that only we can can actually do um and I think that is something that we have to keep in mind about um about generosity um we don't uh we're not robbed of something when we're generous of heart in fact, I think it um, it's it's an ongoing cycle of like we we give, and something else is is birthed of that, and it continues to birth, and and that generous ripple, as you're saying, just carries on going, and that's that will never um, that will never tire. Um, any act of love um, doesn't take away; it only keeps building upon itself, and I think generosity is a really key starting point for that. And I think yeah. I really love it. What you I, saying, I also yeah. think, yeah, especially as women, coming coming back to that original point about sort of, I know we're sort of talking around the theme of the feminine. Um, I think it's really important for us as women to have that because I think there is a lot of rhetoric in society that tries to pin women against each other, um, and uh, that point of comparison yes. um, and social media makes it that much harder to tune out because it's just constant, it's a constant bombarding of how we're supposed to look, what we're supposed to achieve. Um, you can be strong, but not too strong. You can be soft, but not too soft. Um, you can be faithful, but not too holy, because then you're kind of, pre- you know, all these different things. It's never, it's never quite right. Um, you know, my version of Catholicism may be seen as not holy enough, or you know, but then by the world standard, I'm way too holy to be a part of. You know, I'm, just, I'm too much of a nerd for this. You know? and, and you'll never that that feeling of not being enough in certain circles is tiring it's absolutely tiring and I don't think that's the life that God wants us to live and I love that your um your kind of your brand in a way is about life in its fullness and that you know what Jesus tells us in John 10 10 is that he's he's come so that we can have life to its full and life in its full is really living life colorfully Mm. in full HD being who we are unapologetically knowing that that's who God has created us to be Thank you so so much for reminding me about that. I realized that that's one of my yeah. is that my Instagram <laughs> bio or something. Yeah, I was like, whoa, Maria, <laughs> wow. Okay, I I myself like was like I had to take it for a second. I'm like, wait, did I say that? One of but my favorite. Totally, thank yeah, you no, so much. Though, favorite, so favorite scriptures. I love that. That's one of your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, so much for that beautiful. Uh, those beautiful thoughts also that you just uh, express, especially that that idea you're saying that how you know mm. generosity multiplies, right? And um and centering ourselves mm-hmm. on our identity, because like uh, I guess the, the the common view is that you know to be generous means yeah. I have to deplete yeah. myself, right? Or I have to be yeah. you know something's been lost. But if we know who we are and to whom we belong we will never have to suffer this, you know, supposed issue because we draw yeah, our strength yeah. from the Lord, right? If we go on human strength, there will become a time when we'll be, yeah. oh, I'm just exhausted, you know? I'm just burnt out, I'm tired, and mm-hmm. I can't continue to give. I think that's why a lot of people say, I mm-hmm. can't give anymore because exactly. they're relying yeah. on their own yeah. strength. 
right? And you know, and sometimes even yeah. women also were like that, right? It's like, oh, you know, I've got to keep giving, I've got to keep giving, mm-hmm. but we don't know how yeah. to receive. <laughs> also, sometimes, you know, we are so used to giving of ourselves, of, mm-hmm. you know, being there for other people. Sometimes yeah, we just point. don't know how to let ourselves be. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good yeah. point. To rest. Yeah. 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 We all have the tendency. Yeah, I the, 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 I guess the... Um, the the other side of generosity is receiving as well and I think you're quite right I, I love that you've you've raised that that it needs receiving as well um to, to keep giving um and that yes we don't get depleted when we give um but we also need to keep receiving or keep remembering that we have access to a God who is constantly constantly delights in overflowing mm. us with with joy with grace with mercy with the strength that we need and that really reminded me as you were speaking and um, which is why I was like yes yes as you were speaking that's so good um of of the well <laughs> like the well is you know we we are filled mm. um you know when Jesus was you know talking about the well and this water th- this is you know you'll never thirst again that that's what it is it's like we're not reliant on the the things of the world that that will make us that will come up short that will leave us still feeling you know, thirsty and we're, and we're not um, satisfied by it. And um, when, when we sort of cut corners and, you know, oh, you know, this, this will fill my ego, you know, these likes on Instagram, they're going to fill my ego or this grade is going to fill my, my academic ego or this, this job is going to fill my purse in a way that's something else. It, it will always fall short. It is temporary. It will not, it will not last in the same way that living water of having a relationship with God and, knowing and 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 even if someone doesn't and I know everyone's on different faith paths if if they're not yet at that stage of a full relationship with God starting from that point of generosity and being able to see the light in other people and knowing that your your existence is bigger than just yourself is that that doesn't run dry I don't think that runs dry I think as humans that have been living on this earth for a very long time and if you go back to historical texts from the beginning of time that idea of um accountability for the other and the importance of that mm-hmm. can be seen as a really important theme for for our own development our own evolution as 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 people so yes personally obviously for me that means relationship with god for people who aren't maybe at that stage of their faith yet start start with uh yeah love of your neighbor as as a starting point i would say but um that because that doesn't run dry i really really like the the image that you you alluded to mm. about the well right the well that um jesus invited mm-hmm. i think the samaritan woman uh to go to and then i guess you know she's i, I yeah. see myself in her yeah. i think to some extent you know like gonna looking in different places you know for fulfillment for satisfaction and realizing as you were saying it all comes up short unfortunately at the end of the day and we 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 still thirst we still seek and seek and seek but actually i think at the end of the day kind of running back to the source of life itself mm-hmm. is, which is our god who is a generous, himself is generous, which is so amazing. Yeah. Like he's such a generous God to us. And sometimes we even think that, oh, you know, he's trying to withhold something or he's trying to, you know, put mm-hmm. me in a certain place where I don't want to be. But we fail to see his generosity yeah, every day in the small ways sometimes. It doesn't happen to have like a really large, mm-hmm. monumental, you know, life-changing thing. It's the small things, you know, sort of like 
the small the small the small joys that we experience every day you know being being grateful for that and being able to kind of like bring that you know as you were saying mm-hmm. also to other people right thinking about other than ourselves like you're saying in, in human evolution you know, to be able mm-hmm. to care for another person right instead of like you know prioritizing my own needs that is how mm-hmm. we have been able to kind of uh, come to this point I think in society if everybody was just so selfish and, and self-interested right I think you know the human population and society would not yeah. be you know where we are today right I think it of course, it is born I think to some degree of even you know women's yeah. generosity to be mm-hmm. who they are right to be the women yeah, they are meant to be yeah, you know, and we all have different vocations in life. You know, some of us will be mothers, some of us will uh, mm-hmm. nurture in other ways, right? Some of us will be, you know, mm-hmm. leaders in our, in our own communities mm-hmm. and work, you know, wherever we are. But the thing is that wherever we go, wherever yeah. a woman goes, she brings something. I, I'm sure I read something on Facebook about like how if you give some something to a woman, she always like makes it <laughs> into something better. It's probably like a really bad... Um, memory of my life probably can't remember it for, for <laughs> save my life but some goes something along the lines of like, if you give a woman something she will turn it into something even even bigger even better and yeah. she will share it with you know uh, the community yeah and I found that you know very, a very very beautiful thing as well yeah. like you know the, the gift of yeah, self definitely. even sometimes definitely like, yeah the there's so many ways yourself. to be generous you're quite right you can yeah transforming something from one thing and making it you know so much better and using your sort of feminine genius for that or giving of yourself giving of your time um yeah there, there's so many ways to be generous and I love what you said also about um earlier on about God being so generous um and you know it really reminded me of uh the prodigal son and you know, when I love that the, the line that I that has always stuck with me is from a from far off. I think something along the lines of from far off or from a distance, the father saw the son approaching. You know, and he's coming back, and um, you know, sort of head down, and he knows he's done something wrong, and he's you know he's finally humbled himself to go back to his dad and say, "Oh, I made a boo boo. Can I come back home, please?" And and you know, from a distance, from far <laughs> off, he runs to him, and I think that is what it is like with God's generosity. And I often think to myself, I don't know if you have this or if others can relate to sometimes in prayer life when you, you feel like you're going through a dry spell. And sometimes I'm like, oh, what am I doing? And, you know, do I do I need to, you know, read more of my Bible? Is it because, you know, you know, do I need to pray a rosary? Do I need to do this? And, do I, and so actually sometimes it isn't even that much. It isn't even by our own merit. And that's what grace is. And God from a from a distance and sometimes when I just sort of relax and just think you know God it's in it's in your hands it's you know your will be done I feel like from a distance God comes running and and I think that is the generosity of of his spirit too and that's what inspires us can inspire us to then be generous and and pay that forward in a way um yeah just a reflection on I guess just touching on to how generosity impacts our own individual prayer life because there's definitely been times where I felt um, as much as I, I, my faith is super important to me, there's definitely been times where I feel like my prayer life has gone through dry spells. Totally, totally can relate. Totally can relate. I think <laughs> I've been going through like a dry spell, mm-hmm. I think, uh, myself as well. Yeah. And yeah, I you know, as you, as you were saying, like, sometimes we feel, you know, when we are going through these dry spells, we feel like we need to mm-hmm. back away, we need to retreat, you know. Uh, we second guess, you know, I think God's generosity, but that image that you brought to mind about mm-hmm. how as soon as he mm-hmm. sees us, he's going to run to us. 
and like he's bridging the distance and that's mm-hmm. that's also i think an act of generosity because like you know like generosity is like kind of going out of my comfort zone sometimes because maybe my normal uh you know modus operandi is just mm-hmm. to be concerned with things within my periphery mm-hmm. or things that i'm coming but sometimes generosity is a very radical thing i have yeah. to go above and beyond i have to run yeah. you know to meet this person the person maybe yeah. you know is is not you know able to walk this oh, but i have to bridge that distance and i have to walk yeah. that distance to meet that person yeah sometimes it's, it's that's how it is and you know like you were saying that we we draw so much inspiration from mm-hmm. the lord himself like he he shows us like he's not he's not like mm-hmm. someone who just says you know this is what love is you know uh, this is how we should mm-hmm. live your life he shows us you know truth the way yeah. that i mean he sent his son you know to to die for us to redeem us and that's the that's that's the yeah. greatest act of love it's and generosity you ask me i think you know if you want to yeah. we want to yeah. talk about yes so just really really like love that idea of how generosity mm-hmm. also kind of like humanizes us um yeah humanizes us in a world that is mm-hmm. quite dehumanizing sometimes you know what is the fast pace of work how everyone you know cycling back to what you were saying about how we are always defined mm-hmm. by a lot of different things and standards and you know um, markers mm-hmm. right you know for success you know you have to tick all these boxes but generosity as a human quality mm-hmm. you know it's not necessarily feminine mm-hmm. per se but just a human uh, yeah. quality to how we live our lives you know to talk about oh this person is generous you know it, then we we kind of relate to this person we see this person as who or yeah. she is which is like a beloved child right definitely of, of god yeah yeah and just... i think we can often underestimate how um small acts of kindness small acts of generosity can be really instrumental for people and really um can can shift who they are and and, and shift their their moods and and uplift them um the week just gone was uh, World Kindness Day and there were lots of different pledges um, that politicians had made all over the world about, um, you know, how, how kindness can be spread in their communities. Um, and of course, during COVID, um, when there has been masses, I mean, at the moment we're on an, another lockdown, so mass, unfortunately, we can't have mass right now, which is really, really sad. But um, casting mind back to when mass was normal, quote unquote normal, <laughs> um, I always find it really interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> during the mass when we give the sign of peace to each other um, and a really simple act of shaking someone's hand mm-hmm. and saying, peace be with you. I think, I, I don't know if you've ever sort of seen how the energy is like afterwards when we sort of go into kneeling afterwards, but I often feel that you can see a wave of wave come over people where they feel softened, that human contact of, you know, shaking someone's hand and saying peace be with you or yes. times when I've invited um friends to mass who aren't catholic aren't christian and it all seems very overwhelming and really strange like okay so they're all standing up now and then they're kneeling down and then they're reciting the prayer that I don't understand <laughs> and that all seems quite overwhelming but that simple part of the mass where you turn around to someone and you shake their hand and say peace be with you for someone who doesn't understand the faith is is really warming and welcoming mm. um and I think sometimes acts of generosity, that can be, that's an example of it too. And um, sometimes it's, it's not, you know, I'm going to sell my house and you can have it and I'm going to live on the street. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this, this massive act. Sometimes it is really just about meeting people where they are and, and saying, I'm here with you. I'm walking with you um, in the same way that 
God abides with us and we abide with him. It is doing that same thing for others and just letting people know I'm here. Um, in this year more than ever, my goodness, I'm here and, and I'm checking in on you. <laughs> I'm here, I'm yes. checking in on you if you're doing okay and, you know, yes. let's, let's have a, a video call. Um, I'll check in on you again in a week's time or whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, those simple peace be with you moments are important. Yeah, and thank you for being here as well, <laughs> Mariah. I think to like yeah, talk to us about you know, this idea of generosity. Just wanted to like you know to end off on like a few points that you were actually highlighting about how it actually is in like the small acts, and it doesn't have to be something very big. You know, it just has to be something meaningful, mm-hmm. something intentional, right? Something that the needs of the person you know uh with which we are giving you know this you know time or listening year to right and um also the you know the idea that um you know this this generosity is sort of like Mm. a language a language of love right that transcends you know it doesn't mean it has to be confined within you know um you know our faith it's it's not something that is you know just unique here but Mm. it is fully expressed in our action like, I mean, faith, you know, just saying that, you know, I'm, I'm generous, you're mm-hmm. generous, you know, doesn't really have any meaning until we actually put it into practice and we are able to transcend a lot of, like, perceived boundaries, you know, between ourselves and other people. And it's the building, I think, of relationship, right, with people, you know, kind of, like, wanting to reach out to them as you're yeah. saying, check in with your friends. I think it's super important, especially nowadays, right? You know, you don't hear from your friends. Sometimes, you know, feel a bit, like, a bit worried, right? And you, you mm-hmm. just kind of reach out to them. It's like a simple message, or like just a simple check-in. It doesn't have to be something really big. But I think you've definitely really <laughs> reminded me of the need to go and check in <laughs> on some of my friends also as well. And yeah, and also thank you also for, for checking in with me in this uh, particular episode of the podcast. I'm really thankful, oh, thank uh, you Mariah, so much. for your time today. Thank you. Thank you so much.